Hello, you guys. Happy Tuesday. It's Kim. Welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. As you can see, today I'm being joined by Kiana again. Welcome back. Howdy. Happy to be here as always. Happy to have you back. I missed you. I know. And like, I feel like last time we podcasted it was like after San Diego is all beachy mm-hmm. and now it's like all wintry like it's we have a so, fireplace up here yeah you guys can't see it on camera but above we have like the the yule log and the Christmas tree playing on YouTube very cozy I'm excited to do the holiday episodes in the future but today we're going to be talking about our guilty pleasures we're saving the the holiday stuff for December yes but we're going to be sharing our guilty pleasures do you have your list I do you do. Locked and loaded. I'm excited to hear it. took me 42 seconds to make it because I'm like, oh, wow, I'm just a piece <laughs> of shit who does a lot of things that are considered guilty pleasures. And I was like, I don't know how this topic came to mind, but I was thinking, I don't know, I thought about something and thought it would be a good episode. And then I was thinking, what, well, what are guilty pleasures? So I literally had to Google them. And then I was like, okay, wait, I do this, I do that. And that's how I put my list together. Literally same. Because I thought, sometimes I think guilty pleasures, like they're supposed to be that kind of embarrassing. Look. Guilty pleasures. I agree yeah, with that too. <laughs> me too. Well, because it's like some people think that it's like something that should be kind of embarrassing, but I think it's just something that like you enjoy too much. Yes, I I totally agree. Um, okay, I can't wait to see your list. I'm excited for that, and I'm gonna chat through mine as well. Make sure you guys to follow the pod on Instagram at My Lips Aren't Sealed Podcast, so you can let us know if you relate to any of our guilty pleasures. Do we have the same ones? Do we have different ones. Let us know what yours are and we can repost them or keep them private depending on on what you end up telling us. Uh, And as always, make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave that written review and subscribe to my channel on YouTube at Kimberly Cobb to see the full video version of this episode. Before we jump in, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping, which normally we don't do, but I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping for this episode. Speaking of Christmas, you guys, I'm going to be giving myself a little Christmas vacation at the end As you of should. the month. I've been doing a podcast every week all year. I've taken a week off here and there if I've been sick, but mama's getting a vacation. I'm excited. So I'm not going to be doing episodes on the 19th or the 26th, but don't worry. I'll still have holiday okay, November episodes. or December? December. Okay. Thanks for clarifying. December. December. 19th and the 26th, um, but we're still going to put together some holiday episodes between now and then. And then when I return, I'll be all refreshed and excited with a brand new episode coming out on January 1st. I on the 1st? Yeah, I know. It's a Tuesday. Oh my God. New I, year. I think. Same I'm, bitch. Yeah, I know. I, I had so many resolutions, which we'll talk about later, but I had so many resolutions and I feel I didn't, I just didn't, didn't get there this year. But it's not the point of a resolution is for it to be broken and to have the same resolution for like 10 years straight. Good. I'm on year 10. So that's, that's great. Um, additionally, I was able to get my rent the runway discount extended. I know you're a newly girly, but if you guys are interested in trying rent the one rent, rent the one way, went to the one way, say rent. It's hard to say code Kim Quab rent the runway. Okay, so I have the code extended for you guys. The link to get that is in the description of today's show notes. And I feel like it's really uh, helpful to have a subscription, whether it's Rent the Runway or Newly, holiday parties coming up, family gatherings, so many events and pieces that maybe are a one-time wear. So get on that while you can. And lastly, my next episode, which Kiana is joining for as well, 
It's going to be for our 18 and up podcast family only. Uh, I'm bringing on a friend of mine, Hannah, and she is a sex and intimacy coach. We'll be discussing all things sex related, such as woman's libido, intimacy with a new partner, spicing things up in the bedroom uh, with a long-term partner and more. But what's going to be so fun. I'm nervous. My hands sweated a little no, bit I'm literally, talking about no, it. I got a little hot because I'm so like, I, I talk big game, but I'm kind of vanilla. Yeah. And I just know that it's going to make me want to like. Yeah. Go into your little, little shell. Bit. Yeah. I think it'll be good for us to talk about it. Agreed. Because I, I grew up in a very, uh, not like conservative household. We just didn't talk about those things. We didn't talk about sex. And like, I didn't even know what a penis looked like. Until I saw one in person. Oh I God. swear to God. You never God. like Googled it or anything? No, because we didn't have access to a computer. Very strict parents. Oh. So as I've gotten older, I'm a very sex positive person now, but there are still topics that I don't necessarily talk about openly. So I think it'll be good to have her on, get us educated. But what I need from you guys is to uh, submit any and all of your sex and intimacy related questions and stories that you would like Hannah's answers and advice on. Uh, seriously, no topic is off limits. So send those in. I'll be posting on my Instagram story where you can click the link and anonymously submit those or feel free to DM me if that's easier. Um, yeah, we'll be get jumping on those next week. Okay, Kiana, are you ready? Do you got Let's any housekeeping? Are you... You good? Nope. (laughs) Surprisingly, (laughs) I ain't got shit to say right now, so. Amazing. Okay, let's first jump on into Catch Up with Kim. So, you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? So, Kiana and I have a lot to catch up on. I saw you, was that last weekend, your beer Olympics? Two weekends ago. Really? I think. Time flies. It really does. And I talked about it on the podcast, so the listeners know all about it. Love. So much fun. But that was the last time I saw you. I know. And like, if you ever want to host your own beer Olympics, do not ask me because I do not want to help. It um, looks like so much work, but you did a great job. It was so much work. And, um, but it was so worth it because like, I appreciated that it was chaos, but it was organized. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we didn't put in that much effort on the forefront, like it would have been a complete shit show and like no one would have had fun. Absolutely. So I was living for it. I like getting was, a, how many people was there? Like 20 at 20, 30? 32. Okay, getting 32 people who are drinking organized to actually follow rules for games. Like, criminal. Impress. I'm so impressed. I was freaking drunk with power, though. That's my thing. Like, that whistle. (laughs) I think we have to retire it. Like, I blew it way too much. I forgot to mention that in the podcast. Kiana had a whistle that she was going around blowing uh, when people were breaking the rules or they didn't have a drink in their hand um, just for fun. And, like, my thing is, is, like, I'm so competitive, too, and, like, I made these games, and so I think that it would have been really toxic if I played, and, like, I would have left with no friends, and so I was like, I'll just be the official, whatever, Mm -hmm. and I was drunk with power, and we told them at the beginning when we were introducing it that me and my roommate, Angela, were going to split, like, split being the official, like, halfway through, and someone went up to Angela and was like, hey, like, when are y'all switching? Because she's, like, being really intense. <laughs> I'm like, fuck off. Like, wait, was that that one? No, different person? No. Oh, I don't, okay, No, okay. wait. I don't know who you're talking about. And also, it was just funny because there's a lot of people that I've talked about to Kim, and for her to finally put the pieces together was beautiful. Yeah. Um, It's so interesting because some of the people, I, I can't remember names right now, but they weren't what I pictured in my head when you were describing them. Right. 
And it's, it's anyways, it was cool though to meet everybody in person. Right. It was cool. But then it was also like kind of funny. Cause like there are some people that I have kind of funny stories about and <laughs> the guy, uh, right. The guy. And like for them yeah. to put it together, like me, her and Allie were talking and I was like, remember when I asked y'all like this very specific question? I think it was on the podcast. I think we already talked about it, but I think that you um, took it out. Oh, I did. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't want to hurt feelings. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Good mm. for me. Better person I am. Basically, Kiana told a story about a certain someone and that certain someone was at the event. So we finally got to see what that person looked like. Correct. So keeping this very, very vague. But it was <laughs> They're like, bitch, move on then if you're not going to tell us why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Move, moving on. Um, what's up? What are, you, what are you up to? Um, so, okay, like it's been like a month and a half. So I feel like I've done a lot. I went to Minneapolis to visit my Fun. cousin. And I've never even been that far up in the Midwest. Like my oh, family's really? from Nebraska. But it's like, so funny because like your Instagram stories sometimes just don't show up on on my feed. And I texted you something and I complained to Kylie. I'm like, Kiana still hasn't texted me back. And Kylie's like, chill. She's on vacation. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, she's like in Minneapolis or something. And I was like, oh, and then I go to your story. So I was like, oh, okay. I went for a whole <laughs> ass week. I went for That's a, whole a long week. time. Because my cousin who I lived with and I moved when I graduated from college, I lived in Houston with my cousin and we were absolute fucking degenerates there. But then we kind of like, separated then we moved back to Austin around the same time and then whenever he went through a breakup he moved to Minneapolis and so I haven't visited him yet and so I went to go visit him and I felt like such a fucking tourist because I was taking pictures of like all of like the colors of the leaves it was just so pretty like it was so picturesque I'm gonna have to show you pictures later please unreal and so I eat that shit up no literally and I was like I'm trying to be better about um, what is it called engaging my senses to ground myself mm-hmm. and so I was like looking at the colors looking at the textures on the leaves and all this it was amazing and then I guess like they're like Advice big thing to therapist. do <laughs> literally yeah. um, no, I do that too panic attacks I'm like okay notice five sounds notice yeah. five feel five things what are five things I smell literally yeah and then I like that's why like, all my candles are always fucking lit because mm-hmm. that's how you know that someone has probably a mental illness is if you go into their apartment <laughs> and they have a lot of candles lit a candle on, like, every they're, right because like they're trying to like ground themselves with all the different scents mm-hmm. you know but I guess the thing to do in Minneapolis with your friend groups is to do cabin weekends because oh, there's tons cute. of cabins everywhere because they say that Min- Minnesota is the city I'm mean, not the city the state of lakes 10,000 lakes Oh, Supposedly. really? I thought that was Michigan. No. Hmm. Okay, yeah. moving on. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I believe you, yeah. And then so we went to a cabin in Wisconsin for the weekend, and it was so fucking cozy, and it was snowed there. What? I know. I got. I was there for their first snow, and we like sat in the jacuzzi, just like drinking wine, watching Tell the me snowfall. why this is making me emotional. This sounds so amazing. And it was what I needed because I'm like still kind of, you know – down bad with the breakup in some ways of course yeah. and so and my cousin was, was really good friends with my ex and so to be able to I did I will say that like the first two days I probably was just like crying the whole time and then by the time that we got to um the cabin it was like such a breath of fresh air yeah you know because like we didn't really have great service and we were out there just drinking wine and doing a whole bunch of nothing it's like n- I wasn't even checking my phone and it was just like exactly what I needed. Yeah. I know you weren't checking your phone. Yeah. She's like, yeah, bitch, we know. (laughs) No, but But having those moments, especially intentionally setting time for yourself to fully disconnect from the world, especially in nature. I'm not the most like naturey girly, but give me a cabin in the woods. Bitch. Safe. A safe cabin in the woods. No, no serial killers, but cabin in the woods, snow, a jacuzzi. I know. Well, and me and my cousin, we showed up. Was it just you two? Well, no. So he, his group of friends showed up like the next day, but it was me and him the first night and we show up at like 9 PM 
it is spooky because like you yeah. like you pull up to the top and then you have to walk like 200 yards down this bridge type what? thing to like this bridge trail that's supposed to have lights it doesn't they're like follow the lit path and we're like where sweet and um none of the lights are on so you're just like walking into the darkness it's like a little bit rainy nightmare and me and my cousin are like mm, i don't have good vibes yeah about did this. you guys have your flashlights on on your phone and like, um just trying no. your best you know what now that you say that i think our hands were so full we we're like let's just yeah. roll with it and then we, we get in there and there's like a basket this big of like guest books where like people that are there they sign their guest books and i flip open to a page and it was like these really scat like these really um bad crayon drawings of like humans and it was like it's like the such and such family was here and it was just i don't know i was like ryan i do Creepy. not feel good i do not feel good but anyways i the first night i got like all of these mysterious bug bites all over me Ugh. And so I was like that little bitch the whole time. Like literally I had like cortisone on me the whole time. And like oh, the bug no. bites were so bad. It like made my neck stiff. Did your cousin get bit? No. I'm the only bitch who got bit the whole weekend. Out of towner. That happened to me too in Charleston. I was covered in bug bites and everybody was out partying near the water. Nobody else got bit. Wow. So what did you do? Did you change beds or something? Or? Well, so the cabin was like kind of deceiving. It's like they say it ha it's like sleeps 13, but there's one room. The rest, it's like they just quite literally like there's a closet and they just put a bed in there and like, and it just closes. And so like there were a lot of just like, it was what? wild, but it was really cute, but it was just like, they really tried to make use of all the space. Right. And so for the first night I slept in one of the beds. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then like, that was before everyone got there because there's like married couples and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to take the bed. Mm -hmm. So me and Ryan had to sleep together, like in the basement. <laughs> scary. Yeah. Even scarier. But we can sleep with the window cracked. So it was like 40 degrees in our room. Oof. That is nice. Getting Oof. all bundled up. Yeah. So I went to Minneapolis and Wisconsin. It was great. I was happy to be home after all the snow though. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'm trying to think, Oh, I went to my sister's state cross country meet. She's went to state, which like this sounds like a really fucking boring story. And frankly, it is because <laughs> cross country is not my vibe. And like, yeah. I love her so much and I would support her even though she did total my car three days prior. And so I was like, I would want to do nothing with this bitch. Yeah. So we what's the cross -country age difference meet? between you and your sister? Then? 12 years. Wow. That's yeah. A big difference. Mm -hmm. um, my mom like went to the hospital. She went to her doctor because she thought that she was like her thyroid problems were flaring up again. They're like, no, bitch, you're just like four months pregnant. And she's like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like 41. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. She really rallied through that four <laughs> months. I know. She just well, put up like, with the pain. If you know about thyroid issues, like you feel pretty just like off all the time. You're just like, oh, this is normal. Like yeah. you can get really sick in the morning Nausea, and stuff. Yeah. All the, all the um, which is why literally every single month I talk myself into being pregnant. I'm like, no, I'm pregnant. <laughs> it's like, no, Keanu, you shouldn't take your pill for three days. Maybe you should chill and like too. get caught up on your thyroid. But anyways, me not one having thing, sex, I'm pregnant. No, literally oh, it's like no. <laughs> I'm having, I'm giving Miraculous birth to the, conception. I, right. <laughs> what is that called? Is that? Isn't it miraculous conception? Immaculate? Or immaculate something. We'll look it up. Okay. We'll fill you in on that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll but fill you in on that. But I was always a sibling of team sports. Oh. They play on a field. Mm-hmm. Cross country is so fucking different because yeah. it's a, like, trail through somewhere. How do you even fucking watch them? I saw a TikTok video or something posted where... The family was like running alongside the daughter and that's just too much. That's exhausting. Well, and I'm competitive enough to where like that was me towards the end mm -hmm. because like you get the map of the trail and so like then like you get all everyone huddled up who's there for that person, you know, and you're like, okay. What if you I'm accidentally gonna take, won first place? 
I'm delusional enough to think that I would. Yeah. I'm delusional enough to think I could just hop out there and get it done. But it's like you meet up and you're like, okay, so I'm going to start here and then I'm going to go here. So then I can turn around and go back across the track and catch them at the end. It's so strategic. And you go through all this stuff. I'm dripping sweat. I'm not trying to make it about me, but I ran more than her. Wow. Trying to go from one spot to another. And then she has the audacity to just do this whenever she runs by me. All for that. Oh, just looks at you? Yeah, because they're like having the worst day of their lives. They're like two and a half miles in. And did you post this or no? Yes. And there's miserable to see. It's like I was literally dripping sweat. I had to. It was like, on your stories, right? Where yes. You zoomed in on her? Yes. I, I had to like a too. running jump over like this like waterway in order to try to get to her. Like criminal. Yeah. But I'm going to pass back over to you for a catch up because I feel like I've been doing a monologue, but I have one other thing to say. Okay. Then no, let's hear it. Let's hear your last one. Speaking of running, I signed up for the half marathon. Whoa. The Austin, Austin half. Good. Um, when is that? February. And uh, I don't know anything about races. So is that like a 13 three miles? That was like three miles. 13 miles. I know. Why are you doing this? Because I hate myself. <laughs> um, this is the thing. It's like, I don't even enjoy running. I don't know why I'm doing it. But it's are just you doing because it just to have like the bragging rights to say that you did it. Yeah, I'm doing it one because I want to prove myself that I can. Good. Yeah. And then two, I'm doing it because it's like, Everyone else does it. Yeah. And they made it like seem so easy. I didn't realize how big of a deal it was here. Because I'm taking, because it starts, either starts or ends Auditorium Shores, right? Yes. And I didn't know that was going on. So I took Louie for a walk at Auditorium Shores that day. And I'm like walking through this race, like what's going on? I walked all the way through it. And there was, I was like, that's weird. There's no other people here. Just people with race flags on their they're just chest. here to cheer on louis yeah me and louis are just they're just bystanders yeah seriously there's bystanders in y'all's walk well good luck when does the training begin it was supposed to begin yesterday which is why i bring it up so nice. my roommate's doing it and the training starts at running three miles Whew. i'm like wait they don't have, have like <laughs> half marathons for dummies is angela a runner no but she was she says she's not and i and she's like kiana no i'm really not i promise i'm like Okay, like, just tell me how your three miles goes. Didn't stop once. Really? Oh, it, this is going to be interesting. I'll yeah. cheer you on. I'll take some pics. I know. I did go to... I'll still be here in February, so... Okay, 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 okay. Because mm-hmm. I did go um, get, like, my shoes fitted and everything at this, like, running store a couple months ago. So, like, I have these, like, a bo- like boring-ass, sad tennis shoes that look like shape-ups. Yeah. Um, you need really supportive shoes for something like that. And you need to start wearing them in. Yeah. Okay, good luck. Keep us posted. Next pod, I'm going to, maybe not the next one, but the one after. I'll check in and see how your progress is going. Whenever I get back next time for the podcast, I'm going to have to like face the camera full frontal because I'm going to be so skinny. Yeah, we won't be able to see you. Yeah, that if I turn to the side, like I would absolutely disappear. disappear. (laughs) No. So I'll just be sure to make myself see. Maybe I'll wear like a a neon vest or something. Yeah, that that sounds good. Um, I'm excited for you. Can't wait. Um, As for what's going on with me. Uh, I, I wrote a lot of notes today. Do you see this? I have yeah. so many notes. Like you have um, a full on script. I just, okay. I've been super busy just with work and life and I was kind of sick last week. So then I, I ended up having to do more work during the, over the weekend. Um, so during my downtime, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chill this weekend. I did go out Friday night on East. It was, it was okay. Guys were like really weird and really aggressive. It's cause it's cuffing season. I don't. Yeah. I think so, but it was like just creepy. So I didn't, I actually didn't have that good of a time Friday night. So then the rest of the weekend I worked on the content and then I watched Selling Sunset season seven. Have you seen it? I've seen the first two episodes. 
Oh, dang it. I can't ruin it for you. These are all my notes about the show with spoilers. Do you want me to walk out? No, 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 no. That's okay. Um, okay, let me go through my notes. I'm so sad. I was like cut off after like the second episode. Okay, um, I'm looking through my notes right now. I will say Heather has been pregnant for seven years. Yeah, so Heather's not on this season at all. Um, she shows, well, she makes an appearance briefly. The rest of the season, she's not on it. And I can spoil this. She posted a TikTok and she says she's done with selling Sunset completely. And I was hoping she would come back. So maybe. She's a little too thirsty to be done. Well, she I has HGTV it. shows now. Like she's doing well with herself, with Tarek and the baby, and that's true. I don't know, so we'll we'll see what she's doing there. Um, okay, yeah, spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen episodes one and two yet, <laughs> I guess um, I'm like going through my notes. Okay, I I feel like the season the season is really juicy. They go, they feel like they focus more on the interpersonal relationships and drama with the women rather than actual real estate. Like the bell, you'll notice in this season is only rang rung twice by who one's by chelsea and one's by brie and what are you gonna say you don't like brie no i want to hear what are you gonna what say? are you gonna say <laughs> you go first because i already have my notes so i can't take it back brie was married to johnny manzel oh wow and yeah. we know how i feel about johnny manzel love yeah. that man yeah. to my core and two she's like low-key dropped that she's hooked up with michael b jordan yes yeah, and he actually got mad at her about it. I guess like he went on socials and was like upset about it. Why? Yeah, I'm like, like, like if why? I had though? sex with Michael B. Jordan. I would be back bragging about that it. That would too. be in my bio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Like that would Michael B. Jordan date <laughs> at Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> um, my note about Brie is I love her. She's actually one of my favorite people of this season, and she gives Christine vibes, but. For some reason, she's likable because she's so real. And you're going to actually hate this because I feel like you don't like her, huh? I I just like I haven't decided yet because I, I wrote right here. I said, um, OK, Brie, uh, the newest girl in Oppine Group, Nick Cannon's baby mama. I love her. She's my favorite for this season. She doesn't put up with anyone's bullshit. And I wrote, she keeps it very real. Actually reminds me of you. Because <laughs> you just say it how it is. That's fair. And she's the same way, too. She's like, especially near the end of the season she has like a, an argument with somebody and the person's like well you can just be nice like why aren't you nice to me and she's like I'm just not nice that's who I am take it or leave it we don't Period. have to be friends I'm not somebody who's like oh nice to meet you how are you she's like that's just I've never been that way and I'm not going to change for you I'm not going to change for anybody and I was like this is so Kiana well like which I can appreciate maybe that's why I like subconsciously haven't decided how I feel about her yet because maybe she's just like striking a lot of chords with me yeah. because it like because she is very similar one thing I just like I would just love to be a fly on the wall in their home for one day like what is a relationship like Nick Cannon and hers do they live together her I TikTok don't... is popping off and it looks like it is yeah I think he just visits I don't think they live together but their TikToks are cute I was creeping on them too I followed her I was like that's how much I liked her you don't think they're together I think they have an open relationship I think that's what they kind of talked about but I think it's like very like one-sided open. He's open. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I to each their own, truly. And that's kind of the point she makes throughout the whole season with Chelsea. It's like, yep. Chelsea, I, you like traditional values. I don't. To each their own. Right. Um, I personally couldn't share my husband with anybody else uh, or boyfriend or partner. It'll be interesting talking with Hannah about it next week on the episode with like talking about sex and stuff because she's going to be talking about like polyamory I imagine and like open relationships 
that's not something that I would be comfortable with at the moment. But again, to each their own. It sounds right. like Brie is okay with it. Um, that's the thing. Like it really truly seems to like that it works for her. So like more power to her. Yeah. And I just love her, like her whole vibe, her energy. It's kind of like, it's kind of like bougie ratchet and I love it. It's someone who doesn't have old money. They came into money. Yes. So they still have their trashy ways. I love it. It's like, okay. Comparison kind of. I love, okay. One of my favorite airports is the Las Vegas airport. I get so excited when I have a layover there because the floors are all like weird carpeting from like the nineties. The people watching there is so much fun. And I just love seeing like, especially like the trashy people of Vegas who are there, like who are mad that they can't smoke inside kind of people. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Like trashy people are so entertaining because they're like true to their core. Yeah. And they're not there to impress anyone. mm -mm, Exactly. Well, and that's how I genuinely explain most of the cast of Selling Sunset in general is like a lot of them are, they're not old money. They are people. And that's what you can tell. And like, I feel free to clip this out if you want. I feel like you can tell by like, they have like all of these like random ass tattoos and like all, and like you can just tell that they have been in completely different lives Mm -hmm. in the past 20 years. Yeah. Especially Amanza. Amanza is one of the characters on Selling Sunset also. And Mary. And, um, but Amanda gets so much screen time this season. You're going to be shocked. Like the rest of the season, it's her. Like there's just so much spotlight on her. And they talk about her past lives and things like that. And things that happened growing up. But everybody has a backstory. Yep. My backstory is nuts when I tell people what I've been through. Right. It's like embarrassing, but also right. it, made me, it made me who I am. And I want to reiterate that I'm not being judgy by saying they came into money. Because like, bitch, I'm still broke. Yeah. No, no, no. You know no. what I mean? Like I'm saying like. It's I just apparent, them. you know, there's, there's just different types of people. Yep. Um, I get what you're saying. And mm-hmm. yeah, same like goals, all the people on selling sunset, like get Period. your bag, uh, <laughs> for real. The other notes I have, cause I don't want to, I don't want to, I have so Literally many just good little it. notes. Just say it. No, 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 I won't. The only thing, this is, this is not a spoiler. The fashion is my favorite part of the show. And one of my favorite parts of the show. So Amanda, did you see the episode where Amanda's carrying around a basketball? Did you see that yet? Like she has like her accessory in the show is a basketball. I'll show it to you. So this is, I took yes. all the screenshots and that's her with the bag. Yes. So, and it looks like a purse. It's basically, if you guys haven't seen it yet, she's carrying around this black basketball that's wrapped in chains that she can hold like a purse, but it doesn't open like a purse. It's literally just a basketball. Oh, really? So it, yeah. And it's, oh, I took a screenshot of it. I don't know if I got the price, but it's a Chanel bag. And I think it's like, I mean, I think it was seven grand for a basketball in chains. Uh, the other outfit I liked, Chriselle, she wears like this pride inspired dress when they go to Cabo on vacation. And it's just really cute how much she has embraced that like side mm-hmm. of her and her and G flip got married, which you already, yep. I already know that's public information, but she really is rocking like the pride fashion, which was cute. And then lastly, Chelsea's outfits this season are so over the top in the worst way possible. Really? It just because I feel like she did pretty well last season. She did. She kind of dressed like kind of like British chic, like the cute little like Kate Middleton, but make it like kind of slutty. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. that that text those textured outfits, mm-hmm. like the wool sets like, and stuff. Like um it's like plaid but not plaid. I don't know. With like the big buttons. Like she, she looked cute. Bitch. Tweed. Tweed. Yes. So I feel like she looked really cute last season. This season, 
and I'm going to show you pictures too because I took pictures. I screenshotted to show you. I feel Christine's a good example of somebody who did over-the-top outfits but pulled it off. She made it look high fashion. When Chelsea is doing it, she's just it's she's just not doing it right. Like I, I don't know. Okay, so let me show you these fits. And while you're showing me, there's no way that Brie just turned 30. FYI. She just posted she just turned 30? Well, that birthday party, it had the big letters that said 30, 30. I'm like... In what, no bitch. In what world? There's no way. I think so. And let's say she is 30. Yeah. What different ways we have come from her? No, I know. I just, I, I mean, I think she's 30. Okay, do you want to see yeah. Chelsea's outfits? Mm -hmm. Okay, they're kind of blurry screenshots. But keep in mind, these are outfits that she's selling real estate in. She's yeah, her doing her job okay. wearing these. Okay. All right, here's outfit number one. Okay, and if you guys aren't obviously seeing this right now as we're just talking about it, she's wearing a two-piece set with her whole belly showing, boobs, puff sleeves, heels. It's just over the top, but you know what? That's not that bad. It doesn't then we have like her. outfit number two. Hate. Um, she wore this to a multi-million dollar mansion listing. It's a, a two-piece set, again, school, kind of like, a, not school girl, pinstripe mini skirt, and a ton of cleavage. Again, to each their own with embracing their sexuality. It's like stewardess. Yeah, like she like, looks hot, but it's just so mind-blowing that she's wearing this to a listing. Mm -hmm. And lastly, this is the one that made me want to talk about this. Okay. She dressed up like a schoolgirl to a job. This is the outfit. I literally put the episode on and took a picture of it to show you. She is wearing a bedazzled Wait, bra. she wore that for a showing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So she's wearing um, high pigtails with little braids, a uh, white button up top, opened and exposed with a rhinestone pink bra and matching rhinestone mini skirt. And that is what she's wearing. So had to show you that Chelsea. That's kind of inappropriate. It's inappropriate. And I know that they like to push the limits with their, with their outfits. And I love seeing everything that they come up with. Wear that going out to the bars. Wear 100%. that. To, to your dinner with your friends. Like, I love those scenarios when they're wearing dressing like that. But it just, it's crazy to me that they are wearing these to listings. And in front of their boss, like, Jason was, or Jason or Brett, I don't know which, I get them mixed up. But one of them was with her, and I just wouldn't want my boss seeing me dress like that at work. I was going to say, and I wonder if they think anything of it. Like, what do you think? The guys? Yeah. I, they have to. Especially for how short they are. Their eyes are literally at their boobs. Like that's Fair. all they see. Fair. They're not going to complain though. Like, let's be real. They're probably excited. That they're dressing like this, this exposed. So maybe it's just for the show and they want to get people talking. But anyways, that's my, uh, that's my catch up again. But I just watched a lot of selling sunsets catch up. So we can talk more about it. Okay. As I say, I have to go watch it now yeah. when I get home tonight. Go watch it. And then, um, two more things. I have Friendsgiving coming up at my friend's house and Fun. we are doing a potluck style Friendsgiving. I can't cook. So I'm like, fuck, what do I, what do I bring? And I asked Kylie for help and she's like, no, you can figure it out. What, like, what did you sign up for? It's, you just put your favorite, bring your favorite dish. So my thought right now is making like a fall salad and like little biscuits, right? Like Pillsbury biscuits. Like, rolls like croissants croissants I don't know maybe you should yeah I mean like what do you actually like to eat at Thanksgiving um turkey which they're already making mashed potatoes gravy 
I don't care for cranberry, Mm-mm. green beans. Mm, if I have room, <laughs> no, stuffing. Seriously, yeah, but I can't make that as good as my grandma. You should made. make a cream corn casserole. I don't know how to make that. So easy, really. Oh my God, so good. Okay, I might have you help me. Oh, yeah, like it is literally. It's almost like a dump cake. Like you just like you don't even mix anything together. You just like throw it. It's all just in the pan. corn. It's like so you get creamed corn and then you get a cornbread mix and you essentially mix those together with sour cream. And it makes like a creamed corn casserole. Wow. You have to cook it? Yeah. For like 30 minutes on 350. Let's get together. Okay. We got to do this. We're also uh, spending Thanksgiving <laughs> together probably. I know. We, Kiana and I just found out we're both going to be in town for Thanksgiving. So let us know if you guys have recs of where <laughs> to go in Austin on Thanksgiving. We'll, Could we'll be kind of cute. It I'm will sure there's going to be a lot of cool places And open. there'll be people out at the bars too. Like last year there was. So really? we can always like go out too after. That could be kind of a vibe. And we can like meet the hometown heroes. Yeah. Like, the hotties that like grew up in Austin and left, but now oh. they're back. Yes. <gasps> Here for it. Um, last thing. I'm just excited for Christmas. I'm mm. already in the holiday spirit and I have to know, um, you hosted Beer Olympics. Are you hosting a Christmas party? No, I'm not. And <laughs> I hosted one last year. And so that's part of the reason why we had Beer Olympics because we wanted to have some kind of holiday like a party like in the fall. But the reason why I don't think I'm good to host a holiday party just yet is because I think that it'd be a little bit too emotional for me this time around. Cause I hosted it with my ex, or, like my boyfriend at the time last year. And it was like in our yeah. home and like, we got like catering. It was just like so fun, wow. but it also was like kind of like at a point when we like weren't doing really well. That sounds and really fun. <laughs> Sorry. Having a Christmas party with a boyfriend. I've never done that. No, it was, it was great. He That's wore an so, elf outfit. That's so cute. I know. All my, well, my longest relationship, he was such a stick in the mud, like wouldn't do costumes, (laughs) wouldn't let us have friends or do anything. Mm -hmm. So like, that's like my dream is to have an outgoing boyfriend or somebody who's at least comfortable. He doesn't have to be like center of attention, but yeah, he wore an elf costume. That's really cute. I know. Wore an elf costume and like he did all the lights outside one night whenever I was like running errands. So when I came home, like all the lights were done and like, and he was like so good about helping me set up and stuff. Okay. Let's not talk about it. You're right. No Christmas party, but... We'll do something fun for Christmas yes. too. And I and like, I'm going to start to decorate my house here soon too. Yeah. Oh, and I loved your place. It was one of my, actually it was my first time inside Kiana's home, which and is it was wild. Available. It was so cute. I love your home. Okay. That wraps up, uh, <laughs> catch up with Kim. That was a long ass section, Seriously. but a lot to catch up on clearly. Now we're going to share our picks of the week. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just it. I see it. I like it. I want it. Donna and I just looked at the time stamp on our uh, recorder and we're already at over 30 minutes. So thanks for uh, staying with us. Guys. And we were just talking about like literally how does it take so long for us to film? Yeah. And we're just sitting here fucking gabbing our ass off. Talking about cross country. And cream corn casseroles. <laughs> cream corn. Okay. Focus. So let's go through picks of the week. We'll make it snappy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go through mine really quick. Yep. So my pick of the week. I've mentioned this mentioned this to you guys before, and you obviously already know, but I got porcelain veneers recently, and I'm slay in love. They look slay so mama. good. I'm just, I'm so, so happy with them. As most of you know, I've always been insecure with my teeth, and I recently did make the decision to get veneers. I have major dental anxiety. Do you? Mm-mm. No. No. Like laying there with your mouth open and just for hours. I just wish those motherfuckers wouldn't talk to me, but no, I don't get really anxiety about it. Ugh, I do. 
And so like that was kind of what was holding me back too. Mm. And a lot of other reasons too, but finally decided to pull the trigger. Uh, I got mine done at the Hills dental spa and literally could not recommend it enough. Dr. Winters and his team put my mind at ease during the whole process and helped me get the smile of my dreams. Looks so good. Looks so good. Little sparkle. Uh, even if you don't live in Austin, people have literally flown in to get their teeth done by him because he's that good. Uh, again, I wouldn't recommend getting veneers anywhere else. I have my before and after pictures going live on Instagram right after we're done recording. I'm so excited. And a bunch of stories. I'll have to show them to you. And then I have a full YouTube behind the scenes from start to finish process going live tonight as well. Uh, we're filming on Monday. This episode comes out tomorrow, so everything will be live by the time this episode comes out. Uh, watch the YouTube video. You get to see me very drugged up. And like you get to see like the off like the people at the office are so sweet. They're really, really yeah. sweet. Yeah. Wait, you met them? No, I watched your videos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just showed me some videos. I was like, wait, did you meet them? I was trying to think. But yeah, they're they're super, super sweet. Um, the video is like Kylie got some pretty brutal behind the scenes content of me. So you guys are gonna enjoy. Do it for that grin. Yeah, gotta do it. Um, but I literally cry now, like looking at my smile. I'm just so much much more confident and I'm happy and I actually smile in pictures now. Like glad you took the leap. Yeah. And every picture before getting my teeth done, I always like a smize. Did a smize and now I'm really smiling, which is oh, great. Love so that. thanks again, Dr. Winters and the Hills Dental Spa team. I love you guys so much. I love my smile. I will put their information in the show notes as well if you guys are interested. Um, but that's mine. What's your pick of the week? I will say real quick that I'm not scared of the dentist, but it's like the whenever the drilling. And when you get the braces off oh. and they have to scrape it, like that scraping sound. Yeah. Noise canceling headphones were a major lifesaver too for me. Well, the noises. So see, but maybe that's what it is. It's like, it's a noise, but it's also a feeling of the scraping. And even if you do have headphones and you still hear the noise. It's like from within. my water a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's from within. Like, yeah. even though you can't actually hear it, you can like feel the hear. And you feel, yeah, you feel the hear. You feel the vibration. Right. Ugh. I hate it too, but we're, we're done now. Thank God. Um, but what's, what's your pick of the week? Mine's nice and easy. So I, every single fall, like going into winter, I feel like old Navy just really fucking pops off old Navy, which is wild. So I got this shirt for 97 cents, like six years ago. Wow. It's my favorite sweater ever, but I popped into old Navy a few days ago and they just released all of their Christmas sweaters. And they're not like tacky Christmas sweaters, like cute. And since cardigans are kind of coming back, like they have a very good selection. So my pick of the week is Old Navy, their cardigans and their sweaters. Did you buy anything? Like any of the sweaters? I bought, yeah. So I bought one and it's like red and it has like, almost like, like it has like the reindeer maybe, you know? That's And then cute. I have a couple other cute like sweaters that I got and I love them. And what I love about sweaters and like if you're listening to this from like New York City or something where it's cold often... Like it may not be the quality that you need in a sweater, but I'm in Texas and I wear mm -hmm. a sweater one time a year. No, it, we have pretty cold winters here for like a month, two okay, months. Okay, three times a year. So it's like, I'm just saying it's like, I don't need like a fucking Ralph Lauren sweater. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to like freaking wear holes into it. You know, yeah. New York, you need like the huge puffer right. full length. And like, I don't need that. Yeah. I need something to get me by that's cute. Old Navy. Interesting. That's so funny because I just ended up on the side of TikTok that's making fun of Old Navy. Yeah. No, Did it's you? criminal. And I've been curious about going in. So and they're like, the joke with Old Navy is that they only have the same stuff every year. 
Well, and it's so fucking picked over in the store. That's why you have to go online and like really refine your searches. Mm, that's a tip. And supposedly there's like a specific day that you go, they restock. But no, Old Navy for the most part, fucking criminal. All right, Old Navy. And then uh, I'll ask you for some links of the things that you got. Okay. And we can, we can share those with you okay. guys. That wraps up our picks of the week. We try to speed through that because. Snap it. We're already over time, guys. But let's uh, now talk about our guilty pleasures. I'm so excited for this. Been indulging in quite a few of my guilty pleasures lately. So I thought it would be fun for us to chat about the things we do behind closed doors that we don't normally advertise, but it's a part of who we are. Now, when I say guilty pleasures, know that there actually isn't anything wrong with enjoying any of these things. These are just things that you don't tell most people. Uh, But since we love our podcast fam, our listeners, we're going to tell them to you guys. Uh, should we go one at a time or do you have, cause you have how many? Nine. Okay. I have 30. <laughs> well, so, so maybe you do two. I do one. Yes. Oh, okay. you're so smart. Okay. You go first. My first guilty pleasure is nineties to two thousands country <gasps> specifically. Wow. Like yeah. no other genre. Shania. Country. Like it's like Shania, um, Garth Brooks, bitch, Garth Brooks, <laughs> like even so, me and my friend, she's like Martina one of the only friends. McBride. What? Martina McBride. Let me, okay, I was about to say, let me just go to this playlist real quick and just tell you all a few of these songs, okay? Is it a playlist that you made or that you found on Spotify? Um, I found it on Spotify. Okay. I did make a playlist once upon a time. It was just called 90s Man. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay, while you're, while you're looking for that too, one of mine, which I'll cross off, is early 2000s hip-hop music. Can't beat it. And... Pitbull. I love Pitbull. <laughs> Period. We should have gone to his concert in Houston. I went to his concert here. Was it good? Amazing. It was the best concert I've ever been to in my life. Did he sound just like the radio? Yeah, but the, after seeing his show or being in his presence, I was like, wow, he doesn't actually sing a lot. It's more like Pitbull featuring Kesha and like Kesha sings the whole song. And he's like, that he's just <laughs> he's tonight, like, let's enjoy like, life. Yeah, Dally. yeah, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> so those are those are mine. I'll I'll cross off. But early two thousands hip hop. I'm thinking Usher, that kind of that kind of vibe. Usher. You mean Usher? Uh, Ying Yang Twins. Oh, what else we got? Um, Mims. <gasps> dun 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 dun. Isn't that no no no. Was it Mims? Mims Girls? says this is the way I live. Oh, this and they do. This is, is why I'm hot. Oh yeah, this is why I'm hot. Like a little bit of Nelly. Yeah, Nelly, mm. Neo. I remember I used to jump on the trampoline to confessions. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I could say, my chick on the side that she, she got, got one on the way. It's so funny because he acts like the victim in that, and that's so toxic. Yeah, it really He's is. Like, <laughs> what do you say? He's like, <laughs> I told her the truth. Like. <laughs> toxic fucking well, toxic un- unrelated to the, oh, related but that hint i was listening to that hinder song uh lips of the angel lips of an angel my ca- if, go-to karaoke song yeah is it oh my god and if you actually listen to the lyrics like he's saying like i can't talk to you side piece because my woman's in the room next door and i was just singing it along like a kid like Come just supporting the, the affair of an angel and i was thinking poor guy he can't talk to his girlfriend that's messed up because his kids are in the next room. His kids? No. Oh, My no, girl, his girl's in the next room the and next he wishes room. that it was her. Yeah. So anyways, what artist did you have though for country? Well, there's Sarah Evans, mm. Trace Atkins, yeah. Rascal Flatts, period, end of story. 
You love rascal flats. Literally, I'm, I literally have, I wanted to talk about this at the beginning, but I thought I'd save it. I am having a motherfucking renaissance with rascal flats right now. And I do like every quarter. Well, didn't you play rascal flats when we were in San Diego? Yeah. These and days. You and Allie knew all the songs. And I, I didn't wake know any of up. Them. And like, that is like such sad girl country. Yeah. And like my roommate supports us listening to that when we pregame. But whenever I say that rascal flats, like I go down rabbit holes and I'm like, is there any chance that they'll go back on tour? It's possible. Like, Oh, Toby Keith also for 90s. Ooh, Toby Keith. One yeah. thing about me is me and my um, best friend growing up, we had a dance to every single Toby Keith song. And he is like super fucking sick. Um, like bad? Like sick yeah. sick? Like he came onto TikTok like three weeks ago and essentially was like, I have two more concerts left in my career. December 10th and 11th in Vegas. Oh, no. And because he's essentially like, that's it for me. Because he has like really bad stomach cancer. And... Whenever I say that I did all the math to see if I could afford to go to one of these things, because I'm obsessed with Toby Keith. Can you? Are you going? I don't have anyone to go with. Oh, no. I'm sorry. So I might do a solo trip. Who knows? You should. But anyways, should. 90s, 2000s country, and then Rascal Flats. Love that. Um, my guilty pleasure, I put reality TV and binge watching shows. So we got Selling Sunset, Love is Blind, Indian Matchmaking, Married at First Sight, Anything and everything in between, I love it all. I could just sit down and watch a TV show. And even not reality TV, but binge watching especially. I'm watching Sabrina <laughs> right now. Is it as good as it was whenever we were like watching it growing up? It's so different. It's really dark. There's like cannibalism and like there it's dark. Yeah, it's not Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It, it's dark, but I'm like on season four now and I've just like have kept it on I originally put it on to get in the Halloween spirit and then now I'm like well I'm already in <laughs> I'm already sucked in so what are your top three reality shows um mine of course <laughs> duh <laughs> quick duh. promo um no I'm kidding I do love selling sunset I would say well okay selling sunset the bachelor and bachelorette before people cared all about social media like, and that's coming from me, but like it used to be more, a little more authentic, yep. but I did love the season Corinne was on. She was hilarious. Um, and then, well, I love Bachelor in Paradise too. I am watching Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. So I, I never watched, watched it until season. this past season. What? The Bachelor anything. Oh yeah. It's good. Cause I can't get past first impressions. Cause it makes me want to really literally curl up in a ball and die. I usually skip first impressions. Yeah. I like can't do it. Yeah. But I am obsessed. Yeah. It's I, fun. And they're like, all the guys are shirtless the whole time. Like they're all hot and it's dramatic. You get very invested. It's lighthearted. They're on the beach. Have you it's watched great. it lately? No. Where the girl, Sam, she hasn't pooped in 10 days. Oh yeah. She was on the beach and she hadn't pooped in 10 days. And so she ended up leaving. <laughs> the beach. I think that was in the, I either, I watched it or it was in the preview. Yeah. It was in the preview. And can you imagine like, she was like pretty unremarkable otherwise and can you imagine going like, down in history as the girl who couldn't poop and like that's what, at the every rose ceremony they'd be like update sam has still not pooped and she went like 15 days that's half really of a month bad and they're still out there shaking that thing in a bikini i'm like good for her i look like i haven't pooped in 15 days whenever i'm as skinny as can be <laughs> on I my eat, lightest days if I eat one thing <laughs> um okay my next guilty pleasure we have uh social media stalking Ooh. exes and old friends so a guilty pleasure I especially an ex who cheated on me and was horrible and mean I'll do the occasional lurk 
and see, you know, what they're up to. And then I see how miserable their life is and they try making it look really great. And you know, it's just not. And so that always cheers me up a little bit. And then I have exes, like my college ex, nice guy. And it's like, he's married now. He's living his life and following his dreams. And I'm happy for him. Does it make you jealous at all to see him? Like, is he married or anything? My college ex, he got married to the girl he cheated on me with. And he was like, there's nothing to worry about with her. Like, you know, they all say, but, um, my biological dad is military. And I remember my college ex and I, we were taking a road trip from Sacramento to San Diego, our hometown to where we went to college. And on that drive, he told me like, Hey, I'm thinking after college, I want to join the Marines. He's an aerospace engineer, uh, not Marines. He wanted to join the air force because he wanted to use his degree, but in a more practical, more, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know. He wanted to work work on airplanes, okay, and fly them. And I told him, I will not be with somebody who's in the military. Like, my dad was not around. He was a bad person, a cheater, and I don't want to be with somebody who's military. So I squashed his dream. He's like, well, it's more important for me to be with you than to do that. And so he ended up getting a, a normal job, an office job, and we had already broken up, whatever. Now I look at his Facebook. He's in the military, He's flying airplanes and he's marrying to the girl he cheated on me with, which is totally fine. And I'm no, not, not a single ounce of me is jealous. I'm really happy for him. Where is he stationed? Mm, last I saw was Florida. I don't know. I don't know where now. I'll look. I'll look up later and <laughs> let you know. On your next looking um, sesh, be sure to update me. Yeah. And then as for old friends, I think you're meant to be friends with people during certain phases of your life. 100%. And friends, you know, and friendships end which sucks and a lot of the times I I always think it's my fault or something I could have done differently but then I just realize you know friends come and go as you Mm -hmm. need them the real ones stick around forever of course like I have my best friend since middle school still friends with but uh it's interesting seeing where all of our lives take us in different directions yeah so I have friends from college that are pregnant or married uh have you know already have two or three kids some are on their fourth People from high school, like already pregnant, you know, and it's, I'm saying already pregnant, like I'm almost 30, but they already, they already, <laughs> so soon. Yeah. <laughs> You're a teenager still. No. Teen pregnancy has gone, <laughs> has gone crazy. <laughs> but some of these people, I mean, I did the Facebook stalking when we were 20 and they already had like multiple kids. So I love it. I love a, a, a Facebook stalk 100%. Um, or like that person, that kid you had a crush on in middle school. You're like, where did he end up? And I'll like find him. I can find anybody on social media. It's a, a my problem is, it's like, I want to find people, but like, then they're like super private and it's like, oh, don't you a- worry. I got, I'll figure it out. I'll find their LinkedIn. It's a whole, okay. I need to stop. We love, I, I can, say I can, don't, don't give them all of your ways. I don't want to give you guys everything, but, uh, yeah, I love, uh, love doing that. It's a little guilty pleasure and I'm sure it's for a lot of people too. What's your next one? Um, mine is watching law and order SVU on repeat specific I like it right and the reason why I think that this is considered a guilty pleasure is because like it's low-key about rape and that's all it is and I watched the first 22 seasons in a year and each season has 26 episodes how long are the episodes 45 minutes (gasps) so let's just see Four hundred and twenty hours. Four hundred twenty-nine hours divided by twenty-four. So it's like almost eighteen straight days of watching Law and Order. Quick in a year. math there. 
Wow. Okay. Well, that's impressive. What about the show? Like, are you into, is it just like a comfort show for you or cause it's obviously not, you already know what's going to happen every episode. Yeah. I, I think one, I'm obsessed with Mariska Hardigay. Mm. She is like a woman's woman. Yeah. Like whenever she heard that Brooke Shields was going to get woman of the year at the last um, award ceremony, I she wore a bee necklace. and she's just like, and Mariska is just so beautiful. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I'm just obsessed with her. And I honestly, like once you watch it over and over again, you start to get invested in different parts and different people. Um, but I also just love like the psychology behind it. Yeah. Like being a psychology major, like that's like very interesting that to makes me, sense. which is why I also love criminal minds. So did you, I, I watched that for a bit. Did you ever have nightmares when you were watching that? No, because I'm psycho. That is psycho. But I always do. Some stuff spooks me a little bit, but like, honestly, rape's not it. No, that rape ain't <laughs> it. And like, which is again, like, I think it's definitely a guilty pleasure, but I like can get home at like 2 a.m. home alone and just like watch that on my, like while I'm going to sleep. Some people are like that. It's like true crime prod- podcast. It's giving that. Yep. Uh, my next guilty pleasure, romance and smut novels, a.k.a. books that contain sexual material. Anything. Okay. We got Colleen Hoover, Tessa Bailey, Lucy Score. Uh, and then right now, are you into those or no? So Lindsay, my friend that you met at Beer Olympics. Is she into them too? Yes. Her and I are so similar. I know. Um, I was and like, I love her. She's great. She's just like me. She's just like me. That's why I love her. It's like yeah. looking in a mirror, you know? Yeah. Um, no, she was telling me, her and my friend Hallie were telling me that we, I need to get into smut, but yeah. I think that I'd be very flustered. Well, okay. Right now there's a book called Austin Heat and it's a book, uh, a romance novel, a smut novel, and it's based in Austin. And like, I just read the chapter where he's like, um, the main character was working out at Lyft ATX and then like they're at Lady Bird Lake and like, they're here, here. So it's cool because the author lives in Austin. She just released the book. I might be partnering with her and promoting book number two for her, which is really That's exciting. Sick. I'm still, I have a meeting with uh, her PR agency on Friday. So I'm going to see if they, if they want to work with me. But uh, so I'm reading book one now. It's so good. And it's so funny because the the main character he's like an uh, an NFL player he went to UT and when he graduated he didn't get drafted by the Cowboys but then he ended up uh playing for the Sacramento Condors which is a new NFL team and so it talks about him going up to Sacramento and like I'm from Sacramento so in the movie is this about you I know (laughs) I'm like what so the book it's like he's like yeah I was just in Sacramento and then I uh, it's so nice to be back in Austin and I come back for the summer I, I don't know I'm still early on in the book, but it gets really steamy. I flipped open the book to a random page and it was like my, his throbbing. Bro. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was like, yes. So I just uh, think my, my vibrator doesn't hold enough of a charge just yet. Just get more, get bush, bush vibrators. Those okay. are the best. Have you seen the ones where like it is synced up to a story? What? So there's vibrators, like it syncs up to a story, like a podcast so and while so you're listening, it does it. Well, it will like whenever no like they're getting into way. it, like it speeds up. What? I know. Okay. I'm getting giddy thinking about that. I know. That. I'm like getting a little hot. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. We'll have to talk to uh, Hannah about that and see what she thinks. Yes. That's crazy. Okay. So smut novels, romance novels. You guys know I'm a romance girly. I'm a Pisces. I just want to read about love or I want to read about sex. So one or the other or both. Uh, my next uh, guilty pleasure is 
putting pajamas on the second I get home. Not like a very juicy guilty pleasure, but literally I will not be in my house for less than a minute before I have my pajamas on. Is it like the fear of having outdoor clothes on or is it just like you like pajamas that much? I just like pajamas that much. Like I, it's nothing about dirty. I don't care about that. Like I will walk with my shoes in the house. Like I don't care. But I just like, I hate feeling constrained, constricted, constricted. (laughs) Thank you. And I don't know if it's like I'm on this autism spectrum, like, you know, with like textures and feelings. Like my mom got tested and she's autistic. And really recently she got tested Um, like two years ago. She's on the spectrum. So it like makes sense. And she like her and I have like the same things with like textures and like feelings. So like when for most people, they like taking their bra off when they get home. When I take it off, it literally is, like, a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Like, I just feel like I can breathe. Same thing with, like, pants, like, buttons on my pants. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, guilty pleasure. Like, I'm in pajamas 90% of the time. And not cute pajamas. I was like, going to ask, do you have a specific pajama brand that you recommend? No. I wish I did. But I just wear whatever I can find, like, in my pajama drawer. Like, an old, big, old t-shirt and baggy pants. Like, I'm not cute. Okay, so I think that you have a different de- definition of pajamas. Because when I thought, when you said pajamas, I thought it's like you come home and you put on like a set. No, no. Just like comfy, comfy, comfy. Okay. But that's what I sleep in. You don't sleep in that? You sleep in a set? Well, so I read this book and it was like the best way to take care of yourself is by getting your brain and your body ready for bed by putting on a very specific sleeping outfit. And so I wear pajamas to bed. A matching set. Yeah. That's cute. Not every night, but like whenever I... And like fresh out of the shower, I put on my pajamas. That's cute. I would like a pair. I have a, a set, like black silk set that I had bought for an event and I never wore them. So maybe I'll whip it out. Yeah. Um, let me read another one before you go into yours. Okay. The next one, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but my guilty pleasure is people watching. Mm. I love a good people watching session. The gym, Whole Foods, airports, uh, the mall, food courts at the mall. That's, That's an interesting group of people. Prime people watching uh, coffee shops, Disneyland, all those things. Like the these are all places where you see people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. and I love seeing how they interact. I love seeing kids screaming and like their parents. Like seeing how the parent handles it. Um, if you you can see if a couple's fighting or not, like how their body language is. Um, see people laugh. Like I like watching people laugh. And like well, little moments with old people. Yes. And like in airports when you see people that are there and like they're either like clearly on business or they're not on business and they're wearing a wedding ring. It's like, what's their story? Yeah. Like I, I just want to know everything. Yeah. Have you ever made up a story? Like that's Susan. She's a librarian and she just. I think that if I do make up a story, it's not like super, super in detail, but it's like that they're like a big wig somewhere. Mm. And I also, but do you ever think that, do you ever wonder if people think that about you? Oh yeah. But not necessarily not not at the airport um I would say in other 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 instances but at the airport you saw me at the airport well I did my hair and makeup because we were shooting content on our trip but most of the time it's glasses hair in a bun no makeup I don't look cute which makes me think I was talking to my roommate about this I wonder if Something that I need to start doing, an initiative I need to take is like maybe I need to start like not like dressing to the nines, but like putting myself together to go places. Yeah. Because like my cup's almost empty on prospects in my life. Yeah. I've heard that's like a good thing to do too, especially after COVID. We all got so comfortable not wearing makeup, not trying and like 
before COVID, you would not catch me out of the house without makeup on. And now it's rare that I go out with makeup right. on unless like I'm meeting up with friends or something, but running errands, I don't care. I don't want to be talked to. And I'm like, why aren't guys hitting on me at the coffee shop? And like, if you look at me, I'm all like hunched over on my laptop, like a bun and like literally no. like haven't washed my hair in seven days. Yeah. And like, I think about that. I'm like, what, like I got right. It took me five seconds to get ready today. Why couldn't I have done this? Like go grocery shopping. Yeah. No, and you look great. Um, what is your next guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is DoorDash slash takeout. I knew you were going to say that. I is wrote that yours too? Well, I wrote it down for you because I don't do it, but you do it. I DoorDash, like it's my fucking job. Like I am single-handedly keeping DoorDash in business, I think. Um, How often do you think you get food delivered to your place? I've literally, I will say in the past two weeks, I've gotten so much better. And it's because I've been trying to like eat what's left in my pantry and stuff. Um, so I will say though, like in a normal week, three times. Wow. Yeah. That adds up like that. I know. Cost? Which is why in the past two weeks I haven't. And I literally got this notification from my budgeting app and it said, <laughs> good job, Kiana. No, we literally love you. what it said. It's like, stop fucking. Pl- okay, here we go. Kiana, you spent X amount last week. That's 50% less than normal. 50 <laughs> Here's a hint about what impacted your spending the most. And it's a fucking emoji of a cheeseburger. <laughs> they, they couldn't have put like a salad on there or something. Like that's fucked up. Like, look, it's a fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> that's, that's rude. That's the funniest shit. That's rude. That, that's so, funny. Um, pleasure. And, and you prefer DoorDash over Uber Eats. and Yes, because I feel like DoorDash, although their times seem to be a little bit longer... They always stay within that time. Whereas yeah. Uber, it's like, we'll get to your house in 15 minutes. And after 45 minutes, it's like. Yeah. I've had Uber Eats not show up. And I don't order it very often. But I think I've ordered Uber Eats twice in my life. And on both occasions, well, the first one, they never showed up. And the second one, it was like 30 minutes over the expected time. Right. So, And it was cold. And they forgot something. Yep. So DoorDash is always more accurate. Yeah. Love that. My next guilty pleasure thrifting Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Ross, get me a deal. I don't care if it's not that great of quality, uh, thrifting thrift stores. You can find things that are good quality, but I will be sifting through those racks for two to three hours. Like it, I will let time go out the window. Kylie and I will go and we'll just, we will go through every single rack, every single shelf. And now with moving, I'm not doing that, but in the past, I mean hours and I find designer things. I find such good quality. But then we'll go to Ross too and I'll buy like a $5 little crop top that I'm like, this is adorable. I need this. I love it. Maybe I should go with you because I just like end up getting like a little bit overwhelmed and frustrated and my cart hits every fucking thing. Yeah. So maybe I I should go with you because I go in. But I, when we go, we're in. Okay. We're in, in. Okay. Okay. That's my guilty pleasure though. And it's, it's interesting because as uh, an influencer, a lot of the stuff they're like, hey, and I have the link for that dress you're wearing or where'd you get that? And it's like, yeah. no, like that's when it makes it difficult because when I do want to um, contribute to my business and like make commission off of those things, I can't. Um, so that's the catch there because I love thrifting, but most of my stuff is either thrifting or Amazon. It's interesting then, like how are there influencers who make money from thrifting? I don't know. I don't I've never know. thought about that. Yeah, I think about that too. I'm like, how? I mean, they can have, thrifting like there's like thrifting app like a thrifting app called I think Jabble or something like that they've reached out to me a few times partner and they're like we'll give you 50 dollars and I'm like what no um 
So there are certain apps that encourage thrifting or secondhand things like Poshmark. You can get the partnerships with those brands, but you're pretty much in a box. You're very limited on what you can actually post. Yeah. So, um, next guilty pleasure, uh, watching romantic movies and on repeat too. So we got how to lose a guy in 10 days, friends with benefits, anything Nicholas Sparks. Literally, if I go through the romance section on Netflix, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding when I say this. I have seen every single movie. You keep scrolling. I keep going. Is it because you're a hopeless romantic? Yeah. It's mindless or you know it's going to happen? I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm getting very pessimistic that it's going to happen, which is why I'm like, I'm excited to try out a new dating scene elsewhere. But I'm just a hopeless romantic and I, it's not mindless to me at all. Oh, I'm in it deep. You're like, mindless who? Like <laughs> What? I'm like, yes, Kate Hudson is a, an, a gifted actress. Like I, I yes. need to watch that again. It's been a minute. No, I, I love those. So guilty pleasures, anything romance, romance novel, romance uh, movies, romantic TV shows. I just love, love. So on that note, though, I've never watched The Notebook. I would love to watch that with you what you act like you're surprised like you and Allie have already uncovered this that I don't watch shit yeah but the notebook is like I feel uh uh a rite of passage for like a teenage girl I know and like but this is the thing it's like I know the storyline I know certain scenes yeah but like I haven't seen it from start to finish oh we're watching it okay we are watching it because is that the one where it starts with that old bitch in her bed um oh that's Titanic <laughs> yeah, I have it. seen that one, which is also I freaking a good one. love Titanic. So good. Um, and then I'll just share one more. Uh, why do I keep fucking forgetting the words guilty pleasure? <laughs> one more guilty pleasure. Uh, listening to the same playlist over and over again. Slash, purposefully making myself emo by putting on sad songs. Mm. So you ever have those moments where you're like, I just want to cry, or I just need to cry every day. On my way out to the bars on Friday night, it was raining and I was just like not feeling good. I'm cramping, but I'm like, I need to get out of the house. It's dark. I was just in a mood. Sad girl pregame. Yeah. So I put on Frank Ocean thinking about you. I've been thinking about you. Bitch. You know, Are we the no, same no. person? Were you listening to it too? I literally. Okay. You can't see on my like songs. I literally just like put it on my playlist. It's like three days ago. Such a good song. Well, oh, that was me three days ago. So do you not? Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. I know. That was a good note. Thank you. I can sing. Fun fact. Not that well. Okay. Anyways, Frank Ocean, sad girl song, but I listened to it literally three times in a row and I was getting so emotional. I was like, okay, I need to, I need to stop. So then I put on my 2000s rap and I was all music, make you lose control. <laughs> Have what? you, wait, do you like country music? Yeah. I love it. Have you listened to Zach Bryan's new album yet? Mm-mm good recommended yeah but like the song i remember everything fucks me up okay i will add that to the queue mm-hmm. what is your next guilty pleasure my next guilty pleasure is um buying overpriced stationery and jewel- journals really i'm obsessed with stationery like my dream job if i had all the money in the world i would open up a cute little stationery store that has like journals and like stationery like i'm s- a very big snob about like wedding invitations and stuff like because I used to work yeah. at a stationery store. And so I'm a little bitch about it. Oh, you did? Yes. Like paper source or? Um, it was like a local one in San Angelo. And I was obsessed. And so like, I just, I have a whole stationery like set up in my closet with like all the different types of stationery. Well, you have good handwriting too. And I do calligraphy. Yeah. And so that's why my like guilty pleasure is to do that. But if I had all the money in the world, 
I would open up a little stationery shop and it would honestly be kind of like small like this room and it would have like a big table up at the front and it's just like a community craft table and I would host like calligraphy nights and things like that and then the back is the storefront. You have lived so many different lives. I would love to do that. That would just be... Oh, you haven't done that yet? No, but I used to work at a stationery store and like I help people with their wedding invitations and stuff. Wait, so you didn't do the craft table up front? No. That's in my future store. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. in my future store. I, I missed that. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's so fun. No, that's to I come. already, you said it so passionately. I believed it already happened. I well, imagine it was like a little. call manifesting, my friend. The little apron. Like, I, no, so seriously. Cute. And like, I get there like after I had my like morning Pilates class. Oh, stop. You know? So but, you have a little candle burning. I love that. I come like, in with Louie. Literally. And like a box of stationery is like 40 bucks. As it should be. 100%. Wow, love that. Okay, my next guilty pleasure, I have overpriced drinks at coffee shops. Let's be real. I always complain like, oh, why was this $5 or $6 or sometimes like eight? Like they, it can get expensive. Seriously. But I love the act of going to a coffee shop, sitting there and drinking my little drink and like looking around and people watching, trying to get hit on even though I look like an ogre. But I just, I love it. I especially love like working from Starbucks or working from any coffee shop, getting my little setup with my laptop. It's my favorite thing to do. You're paying for the experience too. Exactly. And how it makes you feel. Yeah. And like Kylie too, my sister was like, you need to try other coffee shops because I always go to Starbucks. But I'm like, you know what? I know what I like there. They always have reliable Wi-Fi and good seating and they have good snacks. Which one do you go to? Mueller? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Yes, you know, you can try out the other coffee shops, but what if, like, I've been to two other coffee shops and both times the Wi-Fi didn't work. So I'm like, what the fuck? What's the point? I need to get work done. So anyways, that's guilty pleasure. And then my next one after that, uh, oversharing with my mom is a guilty pleasure of mine. I, most people talk to their mom and they're like, this is what's going on in my life. And how are you? You know, with my mom, I'm like, Hey mom, guess what happened? This happened. And she was wearing this. And then she looked at me this way. Like I will tell my mom, I will give her a play by play of every single thing. Does your happened. mom like to be talk- told all this stuff? She loves it. She loves it. If you want if she's like, Oh my God, it's Kim again. Well, I hope not mom, but no, she, I think she likes it. Cause it's entertaining for her. And you know, she's going through her treatments right now. And for her, just like, she's can't do much. So I'm giving her like the outside world and telling her love everything. that. But then I kind of cross the line when I'm like, I tell her too much with like my sex life. And usually I don't really have a big sex life, but like when I do, she's like, okay, honey, I'm still your mom. <laughs> like, okay, fair. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right Which is interesting though, because it's like, I feel like since you did, your mom was a little more strict when y'all grew up. I feel like it would be very natural for you to be a little closed off. Yeah. So I can appreciate that you are like, mom, yeah, sit down and buckle up. I have some shit to say. I, I always do. Thanks mom for listening. Thanks Queenie. And then I'll do a third one too is, because uh, how many more do you have? You have seven, six? I have four left. Okay. A guilty pleasure of mine. Muting people on Instagram. I love that feature. Do you ever do that or no? Yes. I, I've muted people because yeah. I stalk them too much. Oh, okay. Mine's the opposite. Mine's like if their stuff shows up and it makes me feel that makes me feel bad about myself or makes me feel insecure or makes me feel less than or if they just post being annoying or something that I don't believe in or disagree with I don't want to be crazy and like unfollow them and end the relationship but I don't want to engage with their content I don't really want to see it on my feed so I I mute people when's the last time you muted someone yesterday 
But then do you ever like think about them and you want to go back and unmute them and have you yes. or are you over it? No, no. I'll go back and be like, wait, what happened to that girl? And then I go and I'm like, oh shit. Like, oh wait, I was the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. LOL. But yeah. But I think um, that's called having boundaries. Agreed. Because I still want to have the connection with the person, but I don't need to engage with all their stuff. And I'm yeah. sure people have muted me before. Like it's fine. I think it's, it's healthy. Yeah. Um, what's your next guilty pleasure? My next guilty pleasure is Dairy Queen blizzards. You love Dairy Queen blizzards. <laughs> so much. So much. But they don't flip it anymore. I know. How do you feel like, about that? I, I just feel like it's kind of rude. They don't have that commitment to quality still. Yeah. Or that commitment to my experience. What is your go-to blizzard? I'm a simple girly. Um, so don't judge me because I get a medium. Is that? Why is that bad? I would usually get a large. It's, it's a lot. How big is it? Probably like that big. No, I get the large. Well, so I whenever I, I first made my roommate go with me, she was like, I think I'm going to get a mini. And I was like, child's what? play. <laughs> yeah. So I get a medium Reese's Blizzard with extra Reese's. Yeah. that's it. You're making me hungry now. I know. And literally, but what you got to do is like when you first get it, you have to be sure that like you spoon it all the way down because when they put it in the Blizzard machine, they don't go all the way down. So there's like an inch at the bottom that's just ice cream. Yeah. You don't want that. And so you got to make sure that you yeah. do your own due diligence on the mm-hmm. front end. I get the cookie jar and it's the cookie dough and Oreos. That's my go-to. Like blizzards, like they were, like blizzards <sighs> so is what good. keeps them open. No question. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. There was one up the street from my house growing up and that was like our big outing. We went to mm. Dairy Queen. Oh, well that or Sam's Club <laughs> or no Costco, the food court. That was like our, our so thing. So freaking good. Uh, my next guilty pleasure is uh, purposefully arriving late to events to avoid having a small talk with every new guest that comes in. That's fair. If start time's five, I'm not going to show up until 5.15, 5.30. I know that's rude. I used to be right on time. And then after a while, my social battery just, it shortens as you get older. And so now I'm like, okay, I want to show up fashionably late, not an hour late where it's rude. I think 20 minutes. That's like the sweet spot where you show up. You're not the first person. You're not the last person. Like if it's like a dinner. Okay. If it's a reservation, a dinner reservation, you're sitting down with the people no, obviously I would show up on time, but I'm yeah. talking events. So, um, yeah, maybe like you like your party, for example, like, I, I don't know. I probably came, what time did your party start? Three. three. I, I think we were there like three fifteen. Yeah. And then also I feel like it's also polite in some cultures. Like, you know, in like Spanish cultures, they're like, if you show up on time, that's rude. Really? You're supposed to show up late because you're not giving the host adequate time to finish preparing the party or the, the their residence in case they ran out of time. That really sounds like you're justifying you being late places. <laughs> I'm just appreciating cultures. I'm appreciating other cultures. They would respect that. So, okay, my next guilty pleasure: don't date him. Facebook groups. Are you in any of those? No. You know what they are? Yeah. Okay. So I'm in one for the city I'm moving to, and I'm in one for Austin. And the tea is so piping hot in these groups. I've only posted once. Uh, my sister got liked by this guy who roofied me uh, back in college. I talked about it last week's episode, but he liked her on the app. And then I was like, are you effing kidding me? He's still on the app. Since I reported him to Bumble, his profile got taken down, which is great. But I had also posted him in the group and other girls were like, thank you so much. Like I had a date set up with him. You're my guardian angel. I felt like he was like sketchy. Anyways, besides my story with it, the tea is so hot in these Facebook groups. There's so much drama. Like, that's my like baby daddy. Like there's like oh, so shit. much tea. 
I love it. Guilty pleasure, just sitting in those groups and just scrolling and just reading the comments. And it just like also reminds you that there is somewhere, somewhere that men are finding the audacity. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure where. Yeah. But they need to fucking stop. And they're getting mad. I think guys are finally learning about these Facebook groups too. And they're getting mad. And it's like, well, don't do things for you to get you put in the group. Okay. Next guilty pleasure of mine, Pinterest. That's it. I think, did you and I talk about Pinterest recently? I don't know. Maybe. Because I'm, I'm a Pinterest bitch still. You are? Yeah. I do I, it mostly for like recipes. I love Pinterest. I do it for fashion and travel mostly. Is it still up to date on fashion? Um, I have a lot of boards that are private. I do a lot of like vision board kind of stuff on Pinterest too. Fashion. I did this thing where it's, I have one board of outfits I like, and then I have another board of outfits I own. So let's say I go to a thrift store and I pull open my Pinterest board of outfits I like. And I try to find pieces at the thrift store that look like those outfits. Once I have all the pieces, then the pin moves from that board to the outfits I own board. So then if I can't think of what to wear, I'll look at the outfits I own board and pick out an That's outfit. beautiful. Yeah. So just a cheap way to do to do fashion sustainably. Uh, That's a great. Have you ever thought of that? No. You should do it. I also need to go through and like update my Pinterest because it's still back from like whenever like I made like a wedding Pinterest board. I was board. just thinking with the sunflowers like, and turquoise dresses. Yeah. And it's like cow like the cowboy boots showing yeah. or something. It's like oh my god. And I haven't been on Pinterest and like on that side of Pinterest or thought about having a wedding in a fucking minute. Yeah. So I just think just I need to too. go in and do clear. my mental health a little bit of. I did clear all those out because I had like a wedding board for when I was engaged. I was like okay goodbye. Yeah. Got rid of those. Um, and then my neck, my third one is uh, McDonald's Coke. That's all I got to say. Guilty pleasure, McDonald's Coke. What's your next one? My next one is driving through nice neighborhoods and looking at them on Zillow. <laughs> you do that. In San Diego, you did that. Often. She would look at the street name and then find it and, you know. I do it all the time. Like, I, me and my ex, we used to, whenever, like, we were bored, we would just, like, drive around neighborhoods and be like, I like that house. And if we agreed on a house, we'd look it up. And, and they're like million dollar homes. Yeah, pretty much. And like I do that often. So whenever I'm like driving my roommate around, I'm like, oh, I like that house. We look it up and she looks it up and then she sends me the link so I can wow. look at it. And like what's I do the it. appeal? Like you just think about living there or you just want to know what's inside? I think it's the appeal of like wanting to live there one day, like a little bit of like manifestation. Yeah. But then also I think a little bit of it too is um, I'm so interested to see how expensive houses are in Austin. Seriously. you know and so that's fascinating to me and I'm typically right when I guess how much it's going to be and so I like to be right about things <gasps> price is right and so I also like it gives me an idea of like what I like and don't like Good. but I'm obsessed like I probably look up 10 houses a week yeah you do often. I I witnessed this that's so true often uh my next guilty pleasure watching my own Instagram story multiple times period I mean I think most everybody does that first I look at it just to make sure I made no mistakes on the story. I didn't post anything embarrassing. And then I watch it again to see who looked at it. And then I watch it again just because I'm so fun. Look at how much fun I'm having. And then I just check in on it. You know, it's like a little baby. You take care of it for 24 hours. Make sure you don't have any snafus. Yeah. And like, it's good. I wholeheartedly agree that like, if you don't like your own story, who else will? Yeah, exactly. My next guilty pleasure, crying watching videos about stray dogs getting rescued and their journey to recovery. It's like, I see it on TikTok and I'm like, I just, I should just scroll back. I scroll past. I shouldn't watch it. And then I'm like, I can't, I'm in. 
And it's like, you see the person like getting out of their car in the freeway and there's a body laying a, and then they pick it up and like the dog's still alive and they take it and it's covered in, in, uh, fleas and ticks and they take it to the vet and they nurse it back to health. And now it's been a year and he's covered in fur and he's so happy. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, so sad. it's so beautiful. And like, like, and if you ever want to be reminded, there's good people out there. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's like, what it is. And also, have you seen those ones that, like, um, shelters post? It's like, we'll be euthanized in five days if there's Ugh. no adoption. I want to adopt every dog. I comment on every single one. I'm, like, following this so that it will, mm-hmm. like, bump to people. Yeah. Because, like, my house is already a fucking zoo. Yeah. And I don't live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but, like, ooh. I know. Yeah. I'm the same way. And then my third guilty pleasure, buying myself a little treat just because I got through the day. It's, it's like, did I deserve this? No. I did. Little treat. Guilty pleasure. Why Why not? I say you deserve it. Yeah. What's your next one? My next one. So I only have two more. So one of them, and you mentioned this earlier on yours, but this is very specific because it's definitely an acquired taste. The Golden Bachelor. Oh, yeah. So I watched the first, I think, I think I only watched the first episode. It didn't do it for me. And I really wanted it to because mm-hmm. it is so wholesome, but, uh, I just, for some reason, never went back and finished finished it. But you liked it. Yeah. Well, so one, it's like the women are so supportive of each other. Yeah. Like one, like these two women got date cards or whatever it's called. And um, the other women were like crying from happiness for them. Because like, you're going to get another chance at love. Like, we're so happy for you. Helped them get ready. And it's so different because they're so much older and they've all have already experienced true yep. love before. And so when it got Stop. to the end, it'd be things like, I'm just glad that like, because when you get older, people forget about you. And it's just nice to know that I can feel loved again. Like, so fucking emo. I can't. And so I love it. Yeah. Maybe I, love maybe it. I should watch it. And he already chose next week. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I, I thought you already chose somebody. Okay, my next guilty pleasure. Checking out guys at the gym when I'm on the treadmill. So when I'm any gym, for the most part, when you're on the treadmill, it usually faces a pull-up bar or a few weight machines or something. I I don't care. Call me a pervert, whatever. I don't do anything weird, but I'm pervy and proud. (laughs) (laughs) Pervy and proud. But I like to just watch them do their little pull-ups and watching their muscles get all tight and watch them all sweaty. Even if they're not cute and they're just big, you like to watch them? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just because I like, I just love like men, you know, when they're like good, good men. Like sometimes like if it's the pull-up bar, you don't, you don't see their faces. So I, I mean, just watching guys like their biceps and like just watching it all happen. It all happen. It's like, wow. So I'm just like a fucking nerd on the do you treadmill. Think, do you think they know that you're watching them? Do you think they turned it on? No, no, I don't think so. Because usually it's so busy. Everybody's in their zone in the gym. So true. And if I'm like, I, I try not to make it obvious. I'm not just like there, like watching them the whole time. <laughs> like binoculars. <laughs> no, like I'll look up and then I'll like you know go down to my phone and then kind of do a little peek and watch again. I'm such a fucking creep. Here's my question. Do you know how to do a pull-up? I know how to do one. I haven't done one since seventh grade. But you've been able to do I've never been able to do a pull-up. I don't know if I passed that test. I don't know. I I don't have a lot of upper arm strength. Okay, another guilty pleasure of mine is creeping through people's Venmo transactions. Uh, I know for a fact I'm not the only person who does this. You're not. It's another form of social media. It really is. And thank God, for whatever reason, Venmo back in the day was like, we're going to sync all your Facebook friends, all your contacts. So I have people from like 
high school, middle school that I haven't talked to, but I know when they're requesting their roommate to charge for, you know, for utilities or when they're paying back somebody for pizza. And it's the funniest thing. So if I ever get bored and run out of apps, I'll go to Venmo. I would even dare to say that it is more intimate than other social medias because you know where people are spending their money. It is so... You know where that hard-earned cash is going. Yes, it's so intimate. And like, it comes down to even like one of my exes and his current wife, I see them venmoing each other back and forth for like the tiniest things like a cup of coffee and I'm like wow what a dynamic in that marriage I just like I would I would hate to always feel like we're having to like stay even exactly you know and like so like you're married you can't buy your wife a cup of coffee like, right thank god it didn't work out with him I'm glad that you brought this up because one of my coworkers at one of my jobs like however long ago him and his wife I would see them on venmo they would be venmoing each other for like rent and stuff and I have two trains of thought like one it's like I, y'all like maybe and again I know finances are weird in marriages whatever yeah like there's like a pot of money you would think that like you would pull from for mortgage or two like can you not like zell each other well that's what I was or, thinking like, it's like there's such a, an, a more private way to pay each other like you know with rent now like I live with my sister now I will zell her money like I don't even Venmo her right and like are, are your banks not linked can it's, you not just like transfer so I don't know embarrassing. It's, Right. I agree. And so I feel like they, the owners knew what they were doing whenever they like created Venmo. They were like, you know what? This, we are helping anyone who is in a relationship where they have trust issues because you will catch that bitch real quick Mm -hmm. through Venmo transactions. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, What is your next guilty pleasure? Um, My next one is um, scrolling through clothing websites, putting so much stuff in my cart, having tons of tabs opening, like open, but purchasing nothing. Really? Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I spend I online shop when I don't have money to like, I will pull the plug or pull the trigger, pull the plug. I'll pull the trigger and I'll buy everything. So you just like, do you like the thrill of just filling up your cart and being like, I could if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. I think so. And then I wait on it and then I forget that it's there because yeah. a lot of times like I shop and it opens up in my fucking Safari and not Chrome. So then I forget it's even there. Yeah. Um, or I just keep the tabs open on a different computer and I get overwhelmed by like how much every single tab is adding up. And so I just leave it there and leave it there and leave it there. And let's say that I do want to go back and purchase it and I like refresh and everything's out of stock. I'm like, well, wasn't uh, meant to be, I guess, shoot. you know? And so like that is so toxic. Like I literally at any given time have like 25 tabs open and it's like stuff that I've like seen that I want like me trying to put outfits together and I just never pull the trigger we are so different I cannot have more than five tabs open Mm. I make sure everything's closed out well can you do you know that you can group your tabs now you can group them yes by topic so like I have show me after because I have so many things up for work and I'd rather them just be under one section rather than like taking out my whole love that uh my next guilty pleasure uh gifs or gifs however you pronounce it I feel it's the millennial in me I'm not sure some people don't use them I feel like people don't use them anymore but I just love a good little a little send even in my group chats with my younger friends I'm like I don't care I think it's hilarious how do you know which ones to use because you send a lot to me I'm like how do you know like do you have a rolodex in your head of ones to use I just type in the emotion or like an expression I want to say. So like, okay. So for example, I think I sent you one earlier and I don't, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but the expression in my mind was like, all right, let's do this. Like, that's what I would have texted you back mm-hmm. is let's do this. So instead I just typed, let's do this into gifts. And then I found which one I thought was funny. And I would say, I appreciate you taking the extra step. Yeah. Cause like I, I use gifts on Slack like with my coworkers and stuff. See, and I want to use it for cycle bar slack. 
and it's not integrated in their software. Well, it's because we have the free subscription. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I type and I'm like, that is so weird. It's not showing up. No, that's funny. No, it's like baseline paid Slack typically has gift, but we don't pay for Slack. Got it. Got so. it. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Um, do you you have one more? Well, actually, I had one, but I'm gonna change mine because of what you just brought up. My guilty pleasure is boomerangs. Oh God, <laughs> that's a good one to bring up because boomerangs on Instagram went out of style about two years ago no on Instagram yes no I heard about that like four months ago because I told you about it four months ago because you <laughs> posted one and I was like girl just so you know a year and a half ago <laughs> these went out yeah it was not a year it was not a year and a half ago maybe even like three years ago no you're being dramatic no now. I'm not she she's death staring me guys no I swear to god boomerangs went out a long time ago and I was late to the game not knowing that they were out until I had a Gen Z old coworker and she was like just so you know like nobody does that anymore that's like really cringe and I was like really so then I stopped doing it and then I noticed the younger people don't do it and all those older people are still clinking our wine glasses literally it's like then what would you do in that case just take a picture of the wine glasses up yeah cheers with like a cute aesthetic little tiny font that's it vertical never tilt your font yeah tilt my font what do you mean like you know how it it automatically comes up and it's like it's uh horizontal Mm -hmm. if you like tilt it to the side and like like that's not cute okay unless it's around the shape of something and it makes sense like if it was like a wine glass and you wanted it vertical across like the brim or something see okay I agree with that but I did do a slanted text yesterday on my Instagram really I didn't see it I'm gonna have a lot to think about tonight I'm gonna give you a little social media 2023 guide and you can teach me how to make corn Cream corn casserole. Cream corn casserole and fix my tabs on my browser. Literally. Okay. We are finally, I think, on our last, my last guilty pleasure. Okay. You already shared that was yours, right? Did you save the best for last? Yes. Okay. It's on theme. My guilty pleasure is listening to Christmas music starting November 1st. Some people wait until December. Some people, they still think it's not. Halloween just ended last night. Hmm cranking that music okay let me okay I okay back up I ease into it I start off with the Yule log on you on YouTube playing like the the lo-fi version of Christmas songs and then by December I listen to the actual Christmas songs Mariah Carey Michael Buble all the classics you did not have a job strictly around strictly around holiday season and it shows well like a holiday specific, like a seasonal yeah, I never, job. Like I never worked retail. Like I was working fast food and we didn't hear the music in the back. Bless. Because yeah. like I fucking had to work at Bath and Body Works to spend time with my mom over Christmas break because she that was her second job. And the amount of Christmas music that you hear, you're just done. Oh, yeah. You know, but there's one album. <laughs> and it shows. There's one album that I will listen to and I could listen to it year round. What is it? Justin Bieber's Christmas album. <laughs> really? It I is? didn't know there was a whole album. I thought it was just, he just had a one or two songs. Oh my God. His little drummer boy. Stop. Rum, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I'm on the drum. Yeah, I'm on the snare drum. Yeah, I love the beat and the beat goes dumb and I only spare heat because I'm playing for the sun. Whoa. Banger. That's rough. <laughs> so on that note, I'll be seeing y'all. <laughs> okay, you guys. So that wraps up our guilty pleasures. I'll be sharing this list on social media for you guys to check out. Let us know if you have any of the same 
guilty pleasures as us clearly this was a very long episode but yes. i hope you guys enjoyed listening to it uh this episode was so long that our camera battery died so we're having a good time let the good times uh keep rolling uh if you did enjoy today's episode please make sure to rate us five stars on spotify and apple Podcasts. leave a written review and give us a thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube because this week's episode is going to be live on my channel. And again, make sure to submit any and all of your sex-related questions, stories, and experiences on my Instagram stories or DMs so we can chat through those with sex and intimacy coach Hannah on next week's episode. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and have a great week ahead. Thanks, Kiana, for being on. Thank you for having me, as always. It was a, a great time, a long time, but a, a great time. What? Oh, I was going to say, not here for a long time, but we were here for a long time. We and were. a good time. Both. You're so right. Both. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Bye.